Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hello, Ayana speaking. Hey, Anna, how are you going? Hey, good, thanks. It's Rebecca Lowry calling from AUT. Um, I've just got off the phone to Xavier from Paramount Recording Studios, and I have some exciting news. Um, he would love to offer you an internship at their studios in LA in 2020. <laughs> do, you reckon, <laughs> do you reckon that's um, good enough acting? Like, did, were we good enough actors there? I did draw you in with a sneaky reenacted phone call, but I promise it's all very real from now on. Too real. So my name's Ayana and I'm here with my best friend Jody to talk about how COVID forced me to break up with my dreams. So I'm going to tell my story from my perspective, but... Um, I'll tell you if she's not telling you the messy bits, basically. <laughs> <laughs> when I was sitting crying oh boy. in the Bombay parking oh lot. <laughs> no idea how to proceed in life. It's October 2019. I've just handed in my last assignments for my Bachelor of Communications, majoring in radio at AUT. Study was done. I was off to LA in four months thanks to this incredible internship through AUT interns, and I'd just scored myself my first radio job, back home in the Coromandel for the summer. I felt like I was living the dream. Before I knew it, it was February 21st, my last show on Coromandel's CFM. Yeah, it's my last show today because I am moving to LA next week. Oh, this is this is a little bit sad. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, hey, um, it's been so cool having you here, Ayana. Oh, thanks, Karen. It's yeah. been great being here, and I've loved being part of the CFM Fano. Really, really admire what you did because you, you know, a, a, a local kid who went off, you know, got came up with a goal, went off to uni got the credentials, came back here, took on a role at CFM, absolutely nailed it, and moving on to something that's an amazing opportunity. But we hope you come home sometime. Yeah, well, I I hope I come home too. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lie. That was a lie. (laughs) I didn't mean I hope I come home in one month. Um, Well, I'm going to say a big goodbye now. It is three minutes to four. Karen's going to take over for a fantastic show, and I'm going to leave you with a song from Alan. Mm. It's my last show, and I came and said goodbye to you. Yeah. Pretty much the next day, I think. Had a little cry, carried on. <laughs> Never thought I'd see you again. <laughs> I arrived in LA February 25th, 2020, deep into the honeymoon phase. It was intense. I was so giddy and happy, but I was actually kind of scared to leave my room to start off with. I started work at Paramount Recording Studios and got to love that dirty hustle of Hollywood. Musicians walking in loved being greeted by a Kiwi accent. I don't, I don't know if I'm really supposed to say who I met, but who cares now? I hung out with Sam Fisher and I made cookies for Lil Yachty. But things started to change around March 12th when Wiz Khalifa came out after pulling an all-nighter in the studios and he had a yarn to me. He was like, nah, man, I'm getting out. It's about to go crazy. Get out. 
<laughs> I'm terrible with voices. He didn't sound quite like that, but he told me he was leaving the studio straight onto a plane to the Caribbean and to get out of America. Six new cases of the coronavirus have now been confirmed in Los Angeles County. We have it totally under control. Now declaring a state of emergency. We're doing great. Our country is doing so great. And now a startling warning shaking the region of 10 million people. Use verbal salutations in place of handshakes and hugs. And whenever possible, try to keep six feet between you and other people that you don't know at large events. It's uh, going to be just fine. Other AUT interns were pulling out and returning home, but I wasn't going to give up on my dream that quickly. I didn't think it could get that bad. On the morning of March 16th, I was telling everyone that there was no way I was coming home, and by the time I'd finished work that evening, I'd booked a ticket back to New Zealand. I was rational, logical, and numb. I'm also an audio storytelling geek, so I recorded an audio diary of the experience. I am coming home tomorrow. I was supposed to be here for a whole year doing my internship and then working over here. But due to the coronavirus, I am coming home to safety, to Aotearoa. And I am very, very grateful because this city has changed around me. Right now I'm up on a hill um, to try and enjoy my last night. I can't go to bars anymore. I can't go to restaurants. I can't eat out and have food. I've watched a city, a crazy city like LA with over 4 million people transform around me in a matter of days. I'm going to come home, self-isolate for 14 days and take that really seriously and then hopefully be able to get on with my life in New Zealand. So I'm on my way to LAX right now with my roommate. Um, I've decided to take a few extra precautions like tying my hair up because I know not to touch my face but it's very easy to touch your hair if it's down and around and then that can then get to your face so um, I'm feeling a little bit nervous about going to the airport, but I've got my wipes, my hand sanitizer, I've got a N95 face mask to put on once I get there. Hi, I'm at the terminal. Uh, the lines for security weren't too long. Got my wipe here. I sat down on a chair and I've wiped everything around me. Um, there's a lot of people in masks, but not actually as many as I thought. I think I look kind of ridiculous. Uh, my eyes also, it's the only thing you can see and they are puffy from lack of sleep and a few tears. Currently just sitting here waiting to come into Auckland Airport and I'm feeling a little bit nervous. Um, what if I'm carrying the virus and I'm going to bring it into New Zealand? All guests to Auckland Airport are advised to take preventative actions to help protect yourself and others from the spread of COVID-19. I arrived home March 19th on the last American airline flight to come to New Zealand. This was before MIQ when returning citizens had to make their own way from the airport and find somewhere to isolate. Luckily, I didn't sell my car, so my parents were able to drive it from the Coromandel and drop it off so I could drive myself home. I was exhausted. So my self-isolation plans have kind of gone out the window, but all is well and I'm home in New Zealand. <laughs> I've been sitting in the Bombay car park in my car for the past Oh, over an hour trying to work out where I'm going to go because my previous isolation plans have fallen through. I've been calling campgrounds and they've been full and haven't had self-isolation units available um, but finally one of the owners of the campground has a house um, that I am able to go to tonight for three nights until um, a place, another house is available for me to self-isolate it. Yeah, I just, just want to say how much stress this has put on me and my family. 
been really, really tough. But we have the money to be able to get a, somewhere to stay, a little cabin in a campground or, or something. And also, yeah, not everyone comes out of the airport being able to have a car to drive in and um, listen to my FM. <laughs> I'm here. I've arrived at my self-isolation point. I'm so just relieved, like a big weight off my shoulders. <laughs> you sounded like you were forcing yourself to record that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ayana, keeping you company, broadcasting live from self-isolation in the caravan at my place. Yep, I was right back where I started at CFM. I flew back from LA and four days later, a caravan set up for live broadcast was delivered to my front doorstep and I was back on air. I'm on day seven right day now. Day eight of my own self-isolation, but of course, day two of our nationwide Rahui. Day nine of my isolation. Day 10, no, day 11, how could I forget? And I'm gonna get a little bit personal in the community notices today. Yesterday, during my show, I uh, got a call and it was very unexpected. It kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, I have been identified as someone that has been in close contact with someone with COVID-19 on my flight back from Los Angeles. Broadcasting out of the little retro caravan from my house in day 14 of isolation. I don't know if it's that helpful to count down the days. Ayanna taking you through the rest of the afternoon. And uh, not going mad. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm Ayana, broadcasting uh, to you from, <laughs> for you from the caravan, the little caravan at wow, my house. Wow, 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 fails. <laughs> You're keeping me company and keeping me sane. So something weird has been happening in the caravan lately. Wait, wait, you follow the self-isolation rules. Don't you be moving into my caravan, ants. Let's go into the police right now. Their song, So Lonely. Oh, too relevant, too relevant. <laughs> I feel like you were putting on a very cheerful front. Did, do you think the cheerful front gave you a bit of a reprieve? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, from, I don't know, feeling... Sad? Sad, gloomy. <laughs> yeah. Feeling sad. Having to present and do your show gave you something constructive to work towards, didn't it? See, I think it's a weird... Yes, it did. It gave me, like, a purpose. Yeah. But at the same time, I was stressed out by it and also very aware that I was sort of in denial because that's not where you thought you were going to be and not what you wanted yeah, to be yeah like I was not letting myself feel the sad feelings yeah. and that's what you know all the experts say when you're sad let yourself feel sad be yeah grief <laughs> but when you're alone for 45 days and you started off in a place of sadness yeah maybe it is good to have to, to put on a front I was being vulnerable at a vulnerable time. Mm. Did that make you feel like you had to be profound? Yeah. I felt like I was living in unprecedented times. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and then so you feel like the content that you're producing in this time has to be really groundbreaking. Yeah. And and now, do you think it was? It was just me by myself in a caravan, trying not to be sad. Yeah. I, I had this really big crave for my next adventure. Yes. And so it was it was almost like I was going into more, deni- more yeah. denial because and, everyone yeah. was asking me. And this is something we've talked about a lot, isn't it? Mm. Feeling like you always have to be developing and 
having something in your future and something next instead of just being able to accept what you have going on now, you know, living a slower paced life, I suppose. So I felt like I had to provide the people with an answer. Yeah. Screw the people, man. (laughs) Screw the people. After coming home from LA, I spent 45 days completely alone, talking to myself in the caravan for work. Nothing came of my COVID scare. I just couldn't leave the property for the rest of my travel isolation. No symptoms, no test. When we went down alert levels at the start of May and the world started operating more like normal, I didn't know what to do with myself. I felt like I'd been left behind. I needed my friends and to remember how to have fun. So in June 2020, I quit my job at Coromandel CFM. It was the job I'd studied for, a job I should have been loving. And I moved back to Auckland at a time where jobs were scarce, especially in media, and many people were out of work. I was scared I was being incredibly naive, but I just had to trust my gut. And here in Tamaki Makoto, I'm slowly rebuilding. Not working in Hollywood or in the industry I studied for, but I do have a new flame. I now work supporting people with intellectual disabilities. I love it. And I asked Jodie what she thought of my new job. It's probably given you a lot of perspective and I think it's given you a chance to slow down and I think it's been nice to kind of see different parts of you grow through this job which isn't so creativity based. It's kind of let me put my ego to the side. Yes, it has, yeah. Because you still want to get out there and do stuff but maybe you've realised that it doesn't have to be all big and glorious and Mm. being able to tell people about what you've been doing. And that's where I'm at. It's a special job. My experience through COVID has made me reconsider what I want from the media industry and from my career. Plus, breakups mean new beginnings, which is a great deal easier if you have a friend like Jodie to go through the tough times with. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That's the biggest thing you can do to help people find this show. And for my ego, make sure it's five stars. Tell your mates about it, post the link on social. It all helps us creatives. You can find the rest of the Generation COVID series on the RNZ website, as well as heaps of other podcasts too, like Bang, a fantastic podcast about sex, sexuality and relationships. This podcast is produced and presented by me, Ayana Piper-Helian, Justin Gregory is the series producer, and Tim Watkin is the executive producer for podcasts and series. Thanks very much to Rebecca Lowry and AUT interns, the team at Coromandel CFM, and of course, Jody Jamison. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.